I'm the man who has the ball. I'm the man who can throw it faster than fuck. So that is why I am better than everyone in the world. Kiss my ass and suck my dick, everyone. to casting the spotlight episode number 55 oh my Your god coming off 55 55 man kp <laughs> coming off of fucking episode number 54 with kyle's second appearance like setting the record again that was a long one. Oh yeah it was a marathon episode it was i even said that afterwards i was like man i feel tired Oh, my yeah. mind and my body feel tired after that. I know it wasn't as like consistent as like when we first like the break taking that we did during the first time, the first go around, where we had to stop at about an hour because we were recording like on the phone and yeah. doing it like editing each piece together, which we still do, but we can pause it and stop it and everything. Else. We you know we we can do all the shit now of yeah. chunking it together, but. Yeah, it was a little more professional for him this time than yeah. last time, that's for sure. For sure. Um, and we'll definitely try to, uh, once we watch these Walking Dead episodes, we'll, you know, get them back on maybe later in the year or, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But, um, man, he's he's been the he's been the marathon man. He's been the fucking... He makes sure to, to try get, to do you know, it. Some of the top views, some of the top, like, you know, the, the length and whatnot, but um, it was fun. It's fun to be in horror season again. You know? Oh, man, I love it. Uh, just the fall. I mean, we got hit with another wave of summer shit recently, but um, it's going to be fall. It's like you really, like, I can watch any of these movies any time of the year, but it really just hits different. Oh, yeah. When it's starting to creep into fall, and September, October, it's just like you want to pile them on. Oh, yeah, time to get the, the decorations out, time for the the warm days and cool nights, and you know, fucking bonfires and such. Like, just kind of that weather. Like, whether or not, you just feel it in the air. Like, it's just a different feeling. Yeah. The NFL, like, obviously, we just talked about, like, fantasy and everything. Came back, and, like, the MLB postseason will be, like, in October, like always. Can Albert do it, man? Get to 700? I hope by the I time he will. this gets released, he may be at 699. Yeah. It'd be great if he would be. Um, But... Man, like, he'll be one of the elite players of all time if he does. And I really, it would be nice. He's already surpassed A-Rod in the all-time home run, like, list. Nobody thought that was even in the picture for this year either, him getting to 700. It was like, no. it was like probably not going to happen. And now he, you like, really, it seems like later on in the season, he just started making a run for it. Just yeah. Just hitting bombs. Yeah. Judge has got, like, what, 60? Or, you know, something like yeah, that. That's ridiculous. Nobody's hit that many home runs in a fucking long time. He's making New York happy for once. Yeah. Those Yankees, for once. Those Yankees fans are not easy to please. No, I mean, well, they were spoiled, but they had so many World Series for so long. They won 27. They haven't won one since 09. They opened and closed the decade with a win, 2000, 09. And they went on, like, a pretty big streak in the late 90s anyway. 
Yeah. With the captain on their team. Derek yeah. Jeter. The man. He was definitely like a true Yankee. Yeah, he was there forever. Whole yeah. career. Mickey Mantle You gotta was respect too. that nowadays. Like, I feel like modernly, there's not a lot of athletes that really you see that with anymore. Like, Larry Fitzgerald did it with the Cardinals. Eventually, your first franchise is kind of ready to move on, and they're like, listen, we're not going to fork out any more money yeah. for you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you're uniquely killing it at age 40 or something, maybe. If you're Tom Brady, um, He's, he didn't do it, though. He no, the Patriots. And, and he would always, yeah, that, no, exactly, yeah. And then he, uh, you know, he cut his losses anyway and, you know, just said, like, give me some good teammates around me and like man the box like the way they are were formed like and I kind of liked the box but I I really thought it was cool once they all got together like all those different pieces because Godwin and Evans two of their best players still are were bucks before all them got there you know yeah and Fournette then Gronk and I mean they won one Antonio but we don't talk about that because he fucked his chance up for like the eighth time yeah he's he's pretty much exiled himself from the NFL like he just yeah. he's seen as tainted at this point I mean rightfully so though there's only so many no matter how good of a player you are there's only so many opportunities you'll get before people are just like this guy is a head case bro. he's just like plays like one game with the Patriots catches a touchdown some other shit breaks out and then he's just like fuck this man I'm going back to college <laughs> It was like 21 Joe Street for like a week or two. Oh, except he, he uh, started talking about all these he like wasn't a cop <laughs> talking to all these other different players. Like he was hitting up Lamar, and he's like, "I want to go play for the Ravens and all this shit." And the Ravens are like, "We want." Why would to you do assume you. that they'd want you? Yeah, you know. It's like after, dude. It's insane. You got another chance. Baltimore's after the crazy shit with the Steelers, but it ain't that shitty. <laughs> they ain't looking to lose, you know. They're desperate at parts, too, but they're not that desperate. Man, the Orioles... I'm surprised the Browns haven't signed him. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's got so He didn't have any, like, sexual harassment charges or anything. He's just a nutcase. (laughs) They're like, oh, this guy's had... He's got a lot of charges recent years. (laughs) Sign him! How many games is it? Is it five that Deshaun Watson 11. misses? Is there is a, that's what I thought it was, and certain people think it's six or I, five. It was six at one point, then they they resentenced him. Or it is a, like at a certain point, would he have been worth considering drafting from a stand, fantasy standpoint if maybe even for a backup, like just for those games that he's going to play? Like, is he that good? Yet. Is he that good at his best? No. Not at this point. Like, dude, you got, you know, nine right. more weeks still before he'd be eligible to play. I wonder if he's even still available in our league. I don't even fucking Probably. know. We could make this into a little fantasy cast if we wanted to. <laughs> no, I mean, we could always talk fantasy, but um, it's just like, it's been a fucking crazy week, too. The first two weeks of the NFL were crazy. Like, this past yeah. week, it was a lot of comebacks. The first week, it was a lot of games won by a field goal. It feels... Like I was telling you earlier, like it feels like the Bucks have played some tough games. Like that game against the Saints, it was three to three, till like deep into the game, till that fight happened, like late third quarter, early fourth quarter. Yeah. And then the whole game changed, and like Brady was able to break through, and fucking they score. I think it was like twenty to three, like the final score, or something like that. And the Bucks are two and zero somehow. So yeah. it's like, 
I mean, I like them, but it's just, it feels like those were some rough fucking games. Um, it has been a crazy... Well, we Brady, always... There's a lot of turmoil, like a lot of controversy saying that he's got a lot of stuff going on in his personal life yeah. right now and stuff, too, and that's not helping with his on-the-field stuff. And now he's getting... I saw today that he's getting Wednesdays as because you know how they usually have training throughout the week and practice and stuff. He gets Wednesday as a personal day every week, so he doesn't have to come to practice. Oh. So I guess he can get try to get more time with his family and shit. Yeah. But I don't know what's really going on, where they're just saying that he's like not really happy this season. It seems like. Oh boy. Hopefully nothing went awry, man. When he said, fuck this, I'm going back to the NFL. Well, that's apparently, yeah, there's a little bit of trouble with his marriage and shit going on oh, right now. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no. That's He's going like to have to play another heard. five years. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. You never leave this game. Yeah, she might leave him because of this game. Then he'll never be able to leave this game. Do you think he like 50. could actually play? Till like fifty and be decent at it if you want to. I don't know. At a certain point, it seems like your body would just. Is anybody ever played that long? Shooting up adrenochrome or some shit. I don't understand how this guy's body can take hits from these insane twenty-three-year-old linebackers. He's got a good line usually. He's usually okay, but it's like, as a fifty-year-old man though. 50. That would be 50 is different, though, now. But even so, how are you going to compete with 25, 30, yeah. 35? you got great quarterbacks now. Yeah. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, they're in, like... Interesting you say that. <laughs> the old Buffalo Bills, are they going to get it done? We'll they're see. the favorite right now. Dude, they, we'll I don't see. know. They've looked yeah, real aren't the strong Nationals on both every sides of the ball. Year? Or, like, the Dodgers. Yeah, a lot of times the Dodgers. <laughs> oh, they're going to win it. And then they won, what, the pandemic year? That doesn't fucking I guess it does. But it's like. Everything seemed a little. I can't. That I'm year. saying that didn't count, but. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, LA won that. all the championships that year. Yeah. Kobe. It was cool that the Lakers won, though, in, in light of a lot of that stuff. It was all like shortened seasons and yeah. Well, the NBA got most of their games in. I thought seventy-two maybe or seventy. Maybe more. I bet they normally only play like eighty-two. That's wild though. That that's just gonna be a spot in history. Like all oh, these seasons were shorter than all these other seasons. What the hell was that about? <laughs> yeah. It's going to definitely skew some stats. But the NFL that year, 2020, though, I mean, for the most part, they got in a regular season. Yeah, they did. So, like, we we were hit by COVID and all that stuff, and we even talked about that. We're like, let's just make three IR spots instead because, or maybe that was, like, last year, just because everybody was still getting COVID and they, you know, getting the vaccines and there was still (laughs) less defense for it. There's a big like, controversy. Fuck it. It feels here. like for at least six months, things have been opened up, you know, for the most part. And nobody can really imagine going fully back the other way. It's like, why? It's like, let's just. At this point, it's yeah, making it seems so like much more money that we were fucked when we were. Like, we had to do something, but it was just. You know, it didn't seem like it was good either, man. A lot of people lost businesses and fucking livelihoods and shit, so. But fuck it. 
I mean, not fuck it, like, fuck No, 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 but not, not fuck them, but fuck the pandemic is what I meant, as far as, like, we're, uh, you know, now we're, now we're used to going to shows and shit again. Going yeah, to, no, going to the theater, like that was to, a while ago, when it was it? not that long ago. Doesn't it? And, like, even though most of this year has been, whatever you want to say, I mean, a lot of things change that we'll never, like, we won't forget, but, like there was just a return to normalcy in some degree, at least, in, you know, as far as that goes. Yeah. And, I mean, that was good. But, like, no, the NFL got to play, like, a regular season. I, like, look at our history on there, and I'm like, man, just... It is crazy that they were just like, nah, fuck this, we're not missing games. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to find a way. I don't think they it's had easier, 17 though. games yet until last year, did no, they? No, yeah, it was... Yeah. But, I mean, it was easier with the NFL because you only played 16 games and it was once a week, so they could find yeah. a way to try to make that shit work. As long as you're just around you and your teammates throughout the week and then everybody's tested on both sides, they were just like, fuck it. If everybody's chill. And it made sense. Like, it would be way harder with the NBA and the MLB. Like, they play so much and they travel so much yeah. that it's like, they're kind of fun. So many of the baseball teams went down. Just yeah. easily. Yeah. I see that was a skewed season for the Dodgers. <laughs> oh, we broke it! For the first time since 88. No, you didn't. It didn't feel By like playing a, a third of the games? When the Cubs won, it felt like it should have. You know? It felt like what? It felt real. When the Dodgers won, it just didn't feel like... I didn't, like, I didn't even really follow yeah. the MLB well, no, season well, the at Cubs, all that year. Well, the Cubs, that was... Fucking well before all that shit. But That's what I mean, but yeah. it's like, that one felt real. That, and they that was, their street. There was like a few million people in downtown, in Chicago, man, gathering for that shit. Yeah. It was fucking massive. A big deal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it should That's awesome. It yeah. was the first time in, what, 108 years? It was like 1908. Was they like were the cursed, man. Yeah, they were. And like, the great Bambino thing ended up getting beat the fuck compared to compared to how long like the Cubs are without one of the next one. I'm really like looking forward to it though, man. I, hopefully Pools can get these get this record if only just sitting right at 700 and I uh I mean I still need to go to a game or two and just I don't know just tickets are going to skyrocket too if fucking uh especially oh, yeah, if we make, they're packing We've got to be house now. in the playoffs though. I mean like well we are. Like I'm pretty sure, right? Uh, or if we are we clinched though, probably not. We pr- probably have a spot. But uh, I think it's. We would have to lose leading our division. I'm pretty sure. It's crazy though that yeah I like. They're they're packing them in still at Bush every night and like you look at the other MLB stadiums and it's like, some of these teams that are already out of it and stuff. It's Mm. just like, they can't get anybody in the stadium. But it's Bush. No matter how the Cardinals are doing, yeah, we're having a pretty good year. I mean, we're not like one of the best in the MLB. We're winning our leading our division, but we got a weak division this year. But it's like people are want to see Wainwright and Yachty and Albert like just packing them in every night. Wainwright, apparently, did you hear about that? He's talking about like coming back for another season. No. And I'm like, without Yachty or without, you know, why the fuck would you like? They were all gonna go out together. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's perfect, like, dude, Pools, whenever you watch him bad, does he not just strike you as, like, he's got that even, 
Like the, I think it's the way he like wears you know his socks and shit like that. But he look at this age now, it looks like he's just a classic fucking player. Like he's just been in the game for a long. Like yeah. that's Albert fucking Pujols. Like you're like damn. Yeah, he's like vintage. He's like yeah. his, the own, way he his own entity now. Moves the way he fucking, not, you know what I'm saying? Like this, the player. I think it's also just because he's a huge part of our childhood. He was, yeah. It's it's going to be crazy. Like, this is this is a special season, and I really hope the best. But does our bullpen have fucking what it takes to get it done? Does our pitching? That's always the question. Even if we have some big bats, and we have some heavy hitters. Goldschmidt, Arenado, Pujols. Tyler O'Neill, even though he got hurt, so yeah. hopefully he comes back and he starts smashing some bombs. Goldschmidt's having like a fantastic season. Yeah, yeah. Damn, well we can get some uh, started on some good, the bad, and the shits if you want. Yeah. You want to go, or you want me to go? You can go. I'm sticking in the vein. In the name of Kenny Powers, since, you know, it's his episode in the way. Kenny fucking Powers! <laughs> we'll go with another steroid fast pitcher, Roger Clemens. Oh, shit. Because, you know, Kenny, man, he fucking, he loved the roids. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Clemens. I'm not on steroid! You, like, attack the cameraman. <laughs> Roger Clemens threw fast as fuck. And he loves steroids. He's top uh, strikeout leaders, maybe, of all time. In, he like, won a lot of fucking Cy Youngs, didn't he? Yeah. I remember when we got smashed in the All-Star game, though, in, like, 04. It was rough. It's like, why is he still in? There's a, there's a bullpen of All-Stars in there. Yeah. If he's getting smashed. It was probably near the end of his career by then. Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, it was 04. I think he retired in, like, 07. He was trying to make a comeback at, like, age 50. See, just some like years ago. So, yeah. They're the same guy. They did compare Kenny Powers' character to... I'm trying to think, like... I forget exactly the guys, but, like, just his charisma and also, like, the way he acted and all that stuff. One of them I thought was an analyst. Well, an analyst now. Uh, we can look that up and... Uh, like during the break or something. Stephen A. Smith. Right, <laughs> hell. That guy's absurd. Kid? <laughs> Stevie. What did you think of Stevie? <laughs> Stevie was. I don't. I don't even know, man. He was a dweeb. <laughs> That's just the best way to describe. That's <laughs> just that. When we were there at the barbecue, and he's like, <laughs> just a bunch of. Posers and hoes <laughs> and shitheads. <laughs> he just catered to Kenny all the okay. time. Whatever he wanted to hear. Whatever he wanted him to do. It's He's like, I'm wearing all black so I can express my uh, rage. Kenny's like, I don't like it. <laughs> it's like, that's what I do. She's like, if my, yeah, change yourself for me. And then he just takes his shirt off and just fucking gets his hammered at the party. He was a good character, though. Yeah, he oh, was it was a, a really funny sidekick character in Kenny's. Eastbound and down. Funny Man. show. Oh, yeah. No, like, we have seldom talked about it, I feel like, on this show, but that was definitely a show... In, you know, over the years, it was just funnier than hell to watch. Like, especially, like, starting, like, at the root of it, 
Danny McBride playing an A like <laughs> Danny McBride like playing like a baseball player. An aging an aging yeah. trying to get back in the game. Yep. It was just hilarious. Really conceited. <laughs> but yeah, you said I, that kind of change you think that like changed the way he was in a way. I don't like, Oh yeah, no, it was it was a it was for sure his just comedy style of comedy and like his goofiness and shit in his roles and like the way he is yeah was just hilarious to me because it's just him <laughs> but it, he was that was a perfect character for him to portray you know and it really like launched a lot of the roles like that he got I mean he was getting some roles and shit he just like, acted like Kenny Powers that was a lot of the shit like right after Pineapple Express and shit uh, and he had been in a few other things what was that uh, Kung Fu movie yeah, that was uh, Cake Fist Way or something like that. Oh, I forget what it was called. <laughs> it was, but I heard there was a couple scenes that I've seen from that that I'm like, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Or I forget what it was exactly called. Now it's gonna bug me, so I'm like, fuck. Because I was thinking of that movie too. Because that was like, and he was in Hot Rod. Two back in the day with Andy Samberg. Yeah, we watched that. I'm pretty sure I saw that back in the day. I just didn't remember it because I was like, man. Him and Bill Hader were like Andy Samberg's friends. They were like (laughs) the trio. (laughs) Andy Samberg was the main character, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Foot fist way. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I watched some of that on TV before, but I don't think I've ever watched the whole thing. That's that like that Jody Hill guy though is like a writer on all of the shit or a director or whatever. Like he's it seems like he's always involved in his projects. Yeah, he was like heavily in Eastbound and Down. I know you really enjoyed that Mexican season, the Mexico season. Oh, that, that was a great series <laughs> in there. Yeah, might still be like I might say that could potentially be my favorite <laughs> season. I don't know for sure. Yeah, it was really funny. Those guys. <laughs> yeah, the his like little dudes were hilarious. Sidekick and his little buddy, <laughs> or his big buddy, Hector or something. Hector, yeah. <laughs> the mouthy little dude was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he was like my favorite character that season. I wish there was like more of that guy. I'd have a hard time not laughing if I was, like, on the screen with that dude and he was acting like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, why don't you go find the Ewok village you came from? <laughs> he, like, ripped Stevie apart. Oh, yeah. His little bitch? He's like, I am not his bitch. Phone book, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so Clemens, huh? The man, damn. Uh, the Astro, the Yankee. It's hard to say, like, because there's some people that you know referring to a couple episodes ago. Like, there's some people, oh, he was on roids, and, and they'll they'll cast any sort of shit at it. But it's like, man, the guy, like, if you look at his all time stats, he's he's one of the greatest of all time still. Like, he's on all the yeah. most of the leading boards for all time records. We'll never get in the Hall of Fame, but no, but will some of these other people? Nope. I feel Crazy. like none of the roid people will. Uh, 
Now, isn't Mark McGuire in the Cardinals Hall of Fame, though? He's just not in the MLB Hall of Fame? He might be. Yeah, I something like that. I, I don't know for sure. I think he is, because I think I, I remember the picture of him in the red jacket and shit. Yeah. It'd be kind of crazy gets if he in. It's got to be, like, so special, like... You know, nobody like can ever one be... one person every couple years. They just do that, just to, you know, act like... It's like, what it's are your merits? As hell. What are your merits on who deserves to be in this? I get that you have to keep it elite, but their line of consistency, especially, like, how would some of the greatest players ever be? You're gonna, you're gonna debate on if, you know, fucking Honus Wagner should be in the Hall of Fame, <laughs> whether Ty Cobb should be in the Hall of Fame, like... Whether, you know, Ruth should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's some crazy, like, that none of them have been unanimous. It's like, yeah. not freaking Babe Ruth, not Hank Aaron, not Willie Mays, not whatever, fucking any of these guys. Whatever Colin ripped into that, like, I understood, like, that made a lot of sense, though. And that's kind of the thing, because, like, either a lot of Hall of Fames are so ridiculous like that, like, that doesn't make sense. It's like, I get if, um, I get not everybody getting in. But I don't get how some of knowingly by stat, by personality, by like their great character, you know what I'm saying? Like all these different things, like just, I mean, of course you have to have good stats, like great, you know what I'm saying? You have to have done some great player. Yeah. Um, So it's not just like, oh, he was a good guy, throw him in there. But (laughs) it's also ridiculous whenever they get so saturated and anybody can get in. Anybody can get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now. It's not even the fucking WWE Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? That one's real absurd. It's like, oh, you were a celebrity this that made one of the biggest honor. It's like, fucking Coco B. Ware's in this Hall of Fame. Fucking Drew Carey is yeah, in Drew, this Hall of Fame. Drew Carey. Is he? Oh, my God. He was the celebrity in Doug D. I forget what year, but I remember that shit happening. And I was like, didn't he only appear, like, a couple times? He didn't really do anything in the Rumble, like, whenever I was on The Price is Right and I asked him about it. Because uh, I was like, if I get the chance, I was like, I'll ask him a question. You got the chance. I did get the chance. So I fucking, you know, because he's just like, oh, tell me a little, about, uh, a little bit about yourself. And, uh, like, I think I answered him. But I was like, can I ask you a question? I wanted to, you know, say something that would be a little different, too. Than you know other people because I'm like I don't know if other people would be willing to ask him that or they'd just be too too starstruck you know what I'm saying by the ultimate the the mighty Drew Carey that <laughs> they wouldn't want to. Oh uh, yeah, guess what year you're gonna love this. Drew Carey was inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame 2011. the 2011 class. Of course he was. With in line with the terrific. <laughs> WrestleMania 27. That was worst of the decade. For sure. It started it off, man. No, 2010 did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess that's true. Um, yeah, Mania 27 was not one of the best. 28 was really good. Yeah, 28 was definitely better than 27. And then a couple, the Triple H and Taker had the back-to-back matches. 
That those manias, 27 and 28. Yeah, and they acted like the one from WrestleMania 17 didn't even really happen. And it's like, I get that it's not part of the current storyline, but that was one of the best matches. That was for sure better than their 27 match. Their Hell in a Cell was dope in the end of the era thing, even though they all wrestled again after that, including Bald Sean. That was horrible. <laughs> you mean you didn't like Crown Jewel? What was that, yeah, 2018? I don't, think, I don't know if I've liked any of the Crown Jewels. Was it was it twenty eighteen? Isn't it like Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns or yeah, something? Yeah, this year it is. Oh boy, that's what they they should have got the Hulkster in there. The Crown Jewel pay per view every year though, just to fucking be just a bitch and be like, this is terrible. It's like there is occasionally there is like a couple good matches on the card usually, but you're like, oh, that's <laughs> that just surprising. <laughs> but yeah, like the main event and shit, you're like, dude, that went so how? wrong. The the Taker and Kane versus uh, oh Triple H, like Kane's mat. Like even though you've seen him in his Glenn Jacobs, he was still mass Kane. It got ripped off at a certain point. Triple H like tore something again. <laughs> All their freaking like spots where they were supposed to do like. <laughs> They didn't somebody like, didn't get caught, shit, but Sean looked, didn't get caught. It looked cheesy, honestly. A lot of the shit looked real cheesy, where it was just like... Like, whenever they were in the ring, the Brothers of Destruction, and they, like, both raised their fists at the same time, it just... It didn't look like the Intimidating Brothers of Destruction. It just looked like two older guys that were like, you want to do it now? Okay, let's do it now. Yeah. It was like, man, why is this happening? <laughs> you guys... I mean, I get it, man. They made a lot of money, so... Whatever. That was the first crown jewel, wasn't it? I think it was the second one. Oh. Yeah. The first one, I forget what the main event was. Brock Lesnar and somebody, probably. Was the Greatest Royal Rumble the first one? Or yeah, not that, the, was well, that was it. The Greatest Royal Rumble. Rumble. But that the was the first, first crown Saudi. jewel might have been that. Because I was thinking the Greatest Royal Rumble was also called Crown Jewel, but it was the Greatest Royal Rumble. It was its own show, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it had, like, other yeah. matches on the card. 50 guys like and shit. Thing. Yeah. And then they got a trophy at the end. <laughs> they give Braun that. Hey, at least they hired Braun back, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Going back to Clemens, though, for a minute, I, I fucking do... I would say fair. Because there's a lot of people that would still cite him as... One of the all-time greats, which he is, regardless of if he may have fucking taken... You know what I'm saying? This is in an era where some of the hitters were taking these fucking drugs. The pitchers were... You a don't lot think of the elite ones. Even were. though Randy Johnson was a hard... You know, he was a tall, like, hell of a pitcher. You don't think Randy he was Jones taking was something? Randy a bad son of a bitch. It's, you know what I'm saying? At some point... But my point is, on both sides of the ball, like we said, fucking yeah. uh, horror season homecoming. Ha <laughs> ha. Name drop it. The <laughs> bastards in the cream. <laughs> um, like, you don't think that on both sides of the ball there were people on performance-enhancing drugs, like in most sports at one time or another, when it was not regulated the way it became. Like, that's part of the deal. I mean, there was going to be an era of guys that got caught, and, like, still people get caught with shit, you know, some shit like that. All it took was the first couple of guys to be like, oh, they don't test for this shit. Yeah, no. And this is really helping That's me what I'm out. Even after the steroid trial, it's like you can't exactly speak for after 94 and Hulkster like leaving WF, like, the, you know, whenever they're taking it to trial and shit. Mm -hmm. You can't exactly say after that they are steroid free. No. You know, so it's like, I mean, well, all that shit happened. The late 90s and that whole run of guys and shit, but then also into the Benoit stuff and 
you know. Like, well, I mean, because then a lot of people got suspended for... Just imagine the first athlete. Dancing. Dude, wrestling got, like, ravaged on through that. Remember oh, that? Yeah. It was on all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And they were like, oh, my God. Like, Vince had to go and defend everything. Like, Yeah, there was a couple incidences with them and steroids. And now, like, people that aren't wrestling fans, that's what they think of when they think of wrestling. I hear it on podcasts all the time still where it's like, oh, they were in WWE, definitely on steroids. Yeah. Like, people just feel that way now. They'll about just the chalk it up. Well, they'll just chalk it up to, you know, what they've seen or what they've heard and, you know, call it that fake stuff or whatever. But it's like, man, you don't have any idea what goes into this shit. Like, if you're just going to chalk it up. You know, some of these people are, the, are the, some of the greatest athletes in the world. Like, they've come from other things. And, like, whenever their time's up, they're still have, they still have an established name. That's why all these celebrities keep coming into wrestling and performing, like, at a high level, you know? Yeah. Because, like, then you have a career in something else and you can, you know what I'm saying? If, even if you blew out your uh, knee or something or you know your just time got cut short somewhere like it's another place you can go perform and still make a paycheck because now you have that name recognition so your so your name kind of carries weight with the attention that's going to be on the company for it oh yeah wwe is a huge company now. i mean we talked it's about worldwide uh, it's like the celebrities involved in wrestling too uh, yeah. a few episodes ago but yeah i i like heard on a podcast not too long ago like Somebody said something like, I feel bad for a lot of the people that end up in wrestling because I feel like uh, it's not really most people's first choice. They're like, I feel like they want to try to do something Football else players. first, and then they end up getting stuck in there, and then they're just like, oh, now you're this guy. And, then you, and I was like, I mean, that's an occasional case, yeah, that it happens to guys, but it's not like then they become real involved in that, and it's a big deal to them, but that's also kind of like, ridiculous and almost like rude to even chalk it up to that because it's like there's some people that freaking destroy their lives and bodies just for the art of wrestling and trying to make it in wrestling you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's people that grind on the independent circuit for like 20 years before they get a chance oh yeah people that just love it like just love what it is and like they come from little to nothing and like just have no connections in the wrestling business but just try to fucking make a name you know happens all the time happens a lot of places and like it's hard to become one of the worldwide like now you can you can learn about a lot of different guys because so many of the shows even indie shows are televised and shit like that or like yeah broadcast on like you know the indie uh you know the apps and shit like that just to where you can watch online with the uh, streaming and everything but, I mean, WWE's prominent as ever. Like, I really do. I haven't caught it in recent weeks, but I do hope it is going into a better phase with Triple H at the helm. I mean, I have hope that it, you know, is going to move in a better direction. I'm curious to see by next WrestleMania season, like, what, how good the card's going to look. You know what I'm saying? Like, how... I won't even talk too much shit on, like, the card this year because, like, while, I mean, it, it's hard to say it would be perfect or whatever, but... It was a pretty entertaining mania overall, and, like, I mean, I know Stone Cold, like, he came back and shit, but I'm like, there's just, but, like, there was celebrity matches, and I feel like things could have been done much worse, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't the best mania of all time, but it really had some matches that, 
that delivered. I will say that going into it, I was, you know, eye rolling at the fact that it was another Brock Lesnar Roman <laughs> match for sure. I mean, I was just, I was, it was, it's grown tired. It's at every one of their major pay per views now. It's like Brock and Roman is yeah. the go to. Probably not anymore because it's Triple H. Well, and his, his multi sport fucking recognition, man. Just there's a lot of attention on Brock. For oh yeah, people done. people watch just for him. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I would I would say Clemens is fair for sure. All time. Yeah, I would probably agree with that. I mean, there's people that are gonna dog him forever, and there's people that are gonna support him. You know, and stick by. I mean, I think I remember watching him as a kid, as a little kid, and being pretty impressed, knowing that he was oh, yeah. one of the best pitchers. Like I knew, even as a little kid, like, oh, this guy's a dangerous one. Like you were kind of bummed when your team had to play him. If even if we don't want to put him in the Hall of or not we, I shouldn't say, but even if you don't want to put him in the Hall of Fame, you shouldn't take it to the level that you never mention him or be like, oh man, this guy is looking like oh, this is looking like Clemens out there just making. Con-. And I think they do; they, they still recognize him and everything, uh, you know, in the accomplishments. It's like you can't act like because there was this, whether it was an admittance or uh, a suspect that they you know, did fucking steroids or performance-enhancing drugs, but it was never proven. You can't just act like the rest of their career didn't happen and it fucked just because of that. Like, really? Like, you have any idea how, how hard it is to still play that game? Yeah. Fucking even on that shit? Yeah, it's, like, it's at that level, it's still yeah. very... A lot of these guys happen. don't always, and I'm not going to vouch for all of them, but I'm just going to say, like, People use it to heal their, you know, to so they can come back quicker, oh, yeah. so that their muscles can recover faster, so they That's get back in the how game. how it started. The first athlete ever, yeah, that just like got injured. They got it prescribed them, and then they like kept taking them after. They're like, "Holy shit, man, this is fucking really helping me out." Like, and then they like spread it to some friends, and next thing you know, it's like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> you got a whole league on steroids." <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny you know what and I, i'll say like there's it seems like throughout history like with baseball though it's been i've you still had some crazy characters throughout baseball history but a lot of their tainted players and stuff has been like steroid stuff but like like if you go to the nfl they got some wild shit going on over there like some yeah. some people doing some serious shit fucking aaron hernandez was murdering motherfuckers there's a few people in the NFL that have been accused of murdering motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. all I'm saying... <laughs> is I fucking stand by Michael Vick, man. Michael Vick, out of, the, out of the crimes that have happened in the NFL, Michael Vick wasn't so damn bad. And you know what? He took ownership of his shit, he yeah. did his time, and he came back the right way. And people still want to shit on Michael Vick? Yeah. <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't think that he, you know, saying he he's he's really tried to make amends for everything. You know, saying he's on all the sports shows, he does all the fucking help, like you know, and the the fucking uh, charity like help and work that he can, the volunteer yeah. work and stuff. He gives so much money, and you know, in the league for the most part, did accept him back in, and like he, you know, is on analysis all the time, and people ask for his opinion, they act like that he's still 
Dude, like, honestly, he's a great player. After all that, like, and still coming back, like, the ball's on that, too. <laughs> like, to be honest, like, oh, he, there, had, he got hated. I remember yeah. when he came back, like, on the Eagles, because I loved him as a kid on the Falcons. Like, I thought he yeah. was super entertaining to watch. But when he came back, like, those first couple seasons on the Eagles, like, he would get booed at every city when he was out on the field before like almost every snap they would just boo him for being out there and existing. <laughs> <laughs> He's still alive! <laughs> but I mean, you know, things just heal over time and he also did it the honest way so it's like there's only so long that people can hold the hate if you he kind of just owned up to it. And really, it wasn't all Vic, man. If you watch that documentary, it was a lot of it was he wasn't home most of the time. It was his friends mm-hmm. taking advantage of him having a mansion and doing whatever they could want, like whatever they wanted to do in there. The entourage, man. He knew what was going on, but he wasn't there doing it most of the time. Not saying that that's right, obviously. It's fucked up to do that. He shouldn't be fighting and killing dogs, but it's like... He wasn't the ringmaster of the operation either, and he took the fall for everyone. Yeah. And the thing was, I mean, he was a star. Like, the moment they realized all that, they're like, oh, man, he's, you know. When did that all happen? It was like 07, something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. I think so, 07 or 08. Damn. Well, I remember, I thought that, uh, remember, like, there was talk about it in like fifth grade, and I was like, that was in fifth grade in 07. Well, part of it, 06, 07. I didn't watch as much football then, but I'm so glad I'm into it as much as I am now in like the last five, ten years. Yeah. It's exciting. It's a lot of fun. Um, Especially since there's only like one a week, you know, like mm-hmm. you can keep up with it easier and Stay on top of what's going on in the league. I was looking for one of those green Snickers in there. Yeah. Couldn't find it though. <laughs> the only one I ate was the one you gave me earlier. Oh yeah. Now I don't know where the Twix were. There were some in there. But what do you got for me? Oh shit! Actually, let's uh, let's keep on the football then. Uh, I mentioned it earlier, but people are talking about the uh, the old Buffalo Bills. Let's go with. How about this, just to make it more interesting? Let's not even go with, like, the Bills and all their history. Let's say the Bills right now. And, uh, I mean, I guess part of what's taken into account is what kind of season you think they're going to have and what all this hype means. But there's a lot of stuff surrounding them. The Chiefs still look like the Chiefs. Pat, dude, I heard Colin say something yesterday, or maybe it was today, about how Patrick Mahomes, like, most of the league, 10% of the league, is able to come back from a ten-point deficit if it's like the first, you know through the first two quarters. And Patrick Mahomes like has won over half of his games by being down in the first couple quarters that way. But like you got to think he has some fucking good teams he's facing. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Chiefs are really like whether or not they are like your any any of ours like favorites. Like they're a pretty damn amazing team, and he can utilize a lot of the people, no matter if he loses Tyreek or not. I mean, yeah, he's proven that he can find a way to get it done with whoever he's got. Yeah. But, I mean, like, what I'll say about the Bills is they're definitely going to be a great team this year. They looked 
they looked like really dominant on both sides of the ball so far. Their I offense think, and defense is really strong. I think they had a really good. Uh, I mean, I thought their season was pretty damn good last year. That game oh, they, that they played against the, last year. the Chiefs that was an amazing game. It's the ultimate shootout between mm-hmm. Mahomes and Allen. But I mean, he's Allen's a great quarterback. He's like a gunslinger too. You know, he's like kind of an yeah older style where he just throws the ball a fuckload every game and just slings it out there to everyone. I feel like he's fun to watch. A monster like that too. Yeah, he's just deep fucking passes. There's a lot of exciting young quarterbacks, like coming up in the league, which is cool. But I don't know. Like, there's definitely a lot of hype around the Bills this year too. Yeah. Like, they're the favorites to be in the Super Bowl, and I mean, I can see why. But they haven't been there in so long that it's almost hard to picture. Like, we've seen them crumble two years in a row. So are they going to be able to really do it? But I mean, they do have a great team. Yeah. So. Um. And that's another reason I was like, well, man, I don't think I have anything really to lose by getting their kicker because you know they're going to score a lot of touchdowns. They're going to kick a few field goals. Like, they're going to have – they have a solid – they have a better roster now than in how long? 20 years? Yeah. 25 years? Yeah, they're – I mean, they're, like, the most exciting team they've been now for sure in a long time. And they've just been like a series of disappointments for a long time. So, even when they had a great team, like way back in the day, like they had Jim Kelly, like the late '80s, early '90s, and they made a run for the Super Bowl like four years in a row, or like four years out of five years, and they lost every one of them. <laughs> That's a series That's of disappointments. There, series of unfortunate events. Yeah, that'd be terrible. What did you think of that movie? It wasn't bad. I like Jim Carrey a lot. Yeah. So. But it was fun. <laughs> that was a good role for him, though, honestly. No matter what did, people yeah, felt definitely. about the movie. Definitely fit his vibe. Like, something that he could pull off, for sure. That's exactly... Like, I thought that for sure when they casted him. He's just absurd. And he make, can make those crazy facial expressions. Um, his face is, like, made of rubber. <laughs> um, go back to the Bills though yeah I was just thinking about it because I'm like they have a lot of hype like people sort of know what the Chiefs are what they can do sometimes things fall apart for Pat like you know we've seen Brady get the best of them we've seen it's just going to be interesting because the first couple weeks that like we were talking about earlier did not go as you know we thought but we always assume like there's a there's an underlying at least assumption or overlaying that things will roughly pick up how they were last year. You know what I'm saying? Like, between every year, like, in the NFL and shit like that. Okay, well, it changes a little bit, yeah. now we know to expect this. And then, like, things, week one, just are all fucking over the place. Like, that two-up performance that just happened. We oh, didn't see that I don't want to talk about that. That nope. fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> I should have played him. I should have played him. He was projecting like 16 points and put up like 54. You played wins, didn't you? Yep. And he still had a good game. Yeah. And he had a comeback, too. That's a dick with a point that, that we get for a, like that kind of a killer game between Tua and Lamar. Yeah. And me and you both got fed with Waddle and Hill. Mm-hmm. They both 
blew up that game. And I had Hill in two leagues, and it helped me. I hit my work league, too, and it helped me out so much. <laughs> and, yeah, that was crazy to watch. I was like, what? I was almost bummed out. Like, I was pumped to see Waddle score going up, but I was like, oh, my God, because I kept seeing Tua score just skyrocket. I was like, fuck me, man. There's no way Wentz is going to keep up with this. And the point differential, Wentz had a great game, and he still was like 20 points down from what Tua put up that game. I'm like, this might, that might be Tua's best game of the season. Yeah. That was, I don't think anybody expected it. What, do they beat the Ravens three points? Nobody really yeah, expected 35, it. Yeah, 35-32 or something like that. I think it was 40. Might have been something like that. No, he threw six touchdowns, so it probably was something insane like that. That's a shitload of points, man. So the defense did not hold up on either side of the ball. I remember whenever, was it Cam Newton that was on the Dolphins for a season? Or a couple, whatever. He was on... I forget where he went before he went back to the Panthers. One game I had... He was on the Patriots. I had to pick a, or I, I thought it was him. I needed like a certain amount of points, and all I had was was to rely on him. And uh, I looked back at my fantasy score, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like he blew it up, scored like thirty five plus points, and like I needed him to score at least thirty or thirty three or something like that. Fortunate, very. 42 to 38 was the Dolphins Ravens score. 40? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't think anybody saw that coming. The he Jets Browns, 31 to 30. Freaking. There were some tight games this week. Cowboys Bengals, 20 to 17. It was the first year that the Jags, the Jets, and somebody else, maybe the Lions or something, won on the same day since 2011, is what I saw. It was like a stat. 36 to 27 Lions. They had a comeback, too. Wild. Yeah. I know, TJ Hawkinson could have been fed a little more. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they all went to St. Brown. Just snacking on all this Halloween candy. (laughs) It is the season, man. I don't know what to tell you. The Jags are leading their division. The AFC South. It's like the first time in a long time. The AFC South looks weak this year. <laughs> it's like the Colts and the Texans are both 0-1-1. and The freaking... The Titans are 0-2. And, and the Jags are 1-1. and No, the Jags might even be 2-0 and to start out the year. But they're like <laughs> leading that real weak division. They might take that division this year and end up in the playoffs. That'd be something different. Aren't the Giants like 2-0? and Yeah. Wild. Yeah, that's crazy. It'd be crazy to see some of these teams end up there. Not that I want all of them to end up there because they're kind of fuck over. Like, you know, I want to see the Cowboys make a run, but Dak being hurt kind of fucks them. That was not a good bit. start to the season. No, they won week. They beat the Bengals week two. That was a kind of a surprise to me. The Bengals have looked weak so far. So is the throw so of the Rams. Both the Super Bowl teams have not looked good to start off the year. No. But did the Rams win or lose? I'm trying to think who they. I thought they, they lost. Just faced, it. Didn't they? That's rough. If and the Bengals are 0 2. No, I think the, they played the Falcons or something, didn't they? There's no way they should have lost that. The Rams. Did they play the Falcons? I thought. 
Oh, uh, yeah, they beat them 31-27. to 27. Wow. At least they got it done. I had the Rams defense in one of the games. I just couldn't remember. Um, so, yeah, what are you thinking about the Bills? Well, I can't really say underrated because they're pretty highly talked about by every, like, sports analyst and every sports fan, you know, think, mm-hmm. like, it's pretty high on them right now. All the bandwagoners are hopping on the Bills. But it's, I mean, they're definitely going to be, they're definitely got a great team, their potential to do great, and they look really dominant so far. That being said, I think it's a little early to call them Super Bowl favorites already, Mm -hmm. you know, like, so in the sense of being this season in particular, I might say they're a little overrated, and that's not even saying they're not going to have a great year, like, they're definitely going to make a run in the playoffs, if not the Super Bowl, but to, like, already talk about them as being that team this early, it's like, that's that's how you make teams look like shit. When they end up losing in the playoffs and everybody's like, I thought this was going to be the Super Bowl team, blah, blah, blah. And everybody starts talking shit. It's like, all you're doing is fucking a team over by talking, hyping them up this much before anything's happened. Yeah. Like, just let what happens, happens, and then people start to notice, like, damn, they're killing everyone. Instead of hyping them up already, it's like, they're going to be great anyways. Just let it happen. How many games do you think they win? 13? 14? Probably in that range. I'd say 12 to 14. So they might even win 15. That'd be a hell of a season. I think they might be the... They might end up having the best record in the AFC, but we'll see. (sighs) We'll see. It's going to be a tough AFC. Yeah. So this year, you said... Okay, you said overrated. Um, Well... Do we want to hop into another one or take our break? Let's just go ahead and take the old break. Alright, be right back. short little break it is time to continue with some good the bad and the shits you said overrated for the bills current season uh so i do believe it is your turn again all right switch it up on the horror vibe a little bit here watch tonight on Elm street tonight maybe just think about like the survivor girl and stuff and nancy got me thinking about What's your overall opinion on Sidney Prescott? Just as a character as a whole. Uh, she's like, honestly, 
to me at least, one of the strongest for survivor sure. girl characters in horror movies. For sure. Her and Laurie Strode, it's like hard to beat those two when it comes to like the survivor girl role. And that's the movie that they were watching and like they made a lot of, you know, um, kind of motion towards in Sydney being like the survivor girl. You know what I'm saying? Like they broke the fourth wall on them. They're like, oh, you're the girl. You're the girl that's supposed to survive. Like you're the, you know yeah. what I mean? Over and over and like, but she continuously was. So, I mean, I don't think by any means she's, I don't, I, I don't think I would say she's overrated or underrated. I would probably have to say fair because, I mean, she's survived it all and like she's, for the most part, I don't really hear anybody talk too bad about her character. Like most people, especially people that love horror, like are at least you know fans of the Scream series, even if it's not like, crit- the some top. critics critique like. <laughs> That Nev made Sydney feel like boring and dry and shit. But nah, I didn't. She doesn't have to have. I can kind of see what they, but I, I don't think that. I mean, like I always kind of felt she. I thought she was good at getting, and I don't mean this in like a derogatory way, but I thought I definitely thought she was good at getting sympathy too because you really did feel like she was pretty innocent girl. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't. You know, but and she, she had was a bunch trying of to bad stand shit up. Already happened to her. Yeah, and she was trying to stand up for her, you know, for herself and her, for you know, what I'm saying. So like, I can kind of see why. But on the other side of the writing, she's kind of like, you know, maybe she's like the way she is because of some of these things. Like, she's not going to react necessarily like the most favorable way, and like maybe the most, you know what I mean, like. Yeah. Life could be at times, I'm sure, like the shit that she went through in the storyline, like bleak because, you know, she lost her mother. Not only that, but like her mother due to this whole fucking setup and the scheme and everything that happened. And she kind of um, had to learn throughout the process of dealing with Ghostface, too, that her mom wasn't necessarily that great of a person. Yeah, and thinking that it was Cod Weary and then like realizing, that, you know, later, even though he and her mom did have an affair, it was falsely accusing him, you know what I'm saying, because yeah. he didn't actually do it. Yeah, that she was into some shady stuff, kind of. And yeah. Me and you and Diane Sawyer. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he. that's the thing. It was like, God, I'm like, I get that you're like the innocent man. You're trying to, like, c- like clean your name, but, bro, you're being creepy about it. Oh, yeah. He was being so weird in the second one. <laughs> you definitely have me raising my voice in a public library. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> he was honestly his answers in that interrogation were funny as yeah. hell. <laughs> the amount of sarcasm and that uh you know, the way he was beat was, was pretty funny. I thought he was honestly kind of an interesting character. Yeah, he was he was good, like especially because they had and the cold open, like that led to his death, like it was powerful, especially because Cotton was like a big hero of the second one. And he had been falsely accused and all that in the first one, and, like, yeah. it just kind of developed. But then, like, oh, man, he's done. It's just t- kind of disappointing. Like, the third act of Scream, you know, disappointed in some ways. You're trying to believe how this dude... Yeah, Scream 3 was... Um, that's... I, I will say, though, that, like, that's, like, their thing is to cold open their movies and stuff. They're good, yeah. I think 3 and 1 were the yeah. best ones. Yeah. I would agree. Two was pretty good, but I think that three, like one and three, were just the most solid through and through cold opens. 
Yeah, I think they wanted to do it differently with four, but I don't think... I don't really know if it was any better than... Four might be a better movie than three, but I don't know if I don't know if the cold open yeah. four was better than one, two, or three. You're gonna check out the Scream 2022 new list this year too. Yeah, I'll. I mean, I'm sure I'll get to all those, but boy, there's gonna be a lot of fucking movies to watch in like the rest of September. I'm gonna have to hammer them out here in one of these days here soon, um, and which I will, but. I'm definitely going to have to pick up the pace on on some of them, and it's hard. Like, we're because you know, obviously, we're continuously releasing episodes and everything uh, on the daily, and your day, you know, your day, your weeks just fill up. Oh, so you yeah, got to really fit them in when you can. On. Plus, like, there's series coming back. Like, we're trying to keep up with you know wrestling and like sports and shit too. It's fun. It's an exciting time of the year, but never like it has been. Never really before has it been just busier and busier. But you know what I'm saying oh, it's yeah. just that's just the way it goes. But Every minute feels like you got. It does. Everything feels accounted out. for, or, yeah. or it feels like you need to take the time to rest, or just you know you need to eat and fucking do you know you need to take care of yourself too. And it's like it's hard to even have time for everything you want to do. Yeah. The day they just the the, the minutes and the hour they, you just fucking wear out on time. Like there's just you need a day where I can just no other time. Like five of. Do what? You need a day where I can just hammer out like five or for sure. Or that's that's what I plan on doing here really soon. I was doing really good with them, and then uh, the past like week or so, I haven't been at it as much. But um, I'm I still plan to get to all yeah. my favorites and stuff, and a couple of new ones and some classics and stuff. But like, yeah, it's I'm making decent headway, but it's not probably as much as I should have. We're uh, we're also comparing it to just these fucking insane lists. You know what I'm saying too before, so it just feels like constantly the pace is down because you're like, man. I'm trying to get all these in. Yeah, it, yeah um, it's hard. It's like almost impossible to fit it all in. Sydney was yeah yeah I'm gonna go with fair for Sydney because I, I really like I like her character but um, made me think like the Survivor Girl role is not something that necessarily like every horror movie has it. Slasher wise, like most of the old slashers always had it. I thought she had pretty fair character development, honestly. Yeah. But she's one of the very few Survivor Girls, too, that kind of, like, lasts throughout yeah. a lot of movies. Like, even if the, the like, one person survives at the end, mm-hmm. they're not always brought around in the next movie, and their story continues, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Scream was really, like, the Sydney Prescott saga. The first, like, four. Yeah. Yeah, man, that, I don't know. I'm going to probably watch the newest one also with the list. I mean, you feel like you got to complete them. Uh, at least with that series, there's not too many of them. And yeah. five was good for a lot of the parts, but I mean, it was still. It felt shorthanded too, because it didn't feel like they were nearly as critical of part of the story, even though Dewey kind of was. But then we know fucking what happened to him. So I. Yeah, that was like. I don't know how much I'm looking forward to six. I'll be honest. I know, it's really bumming me out because it's like one of my favorite, if not my favorite, horror series. And I'm like, dude, like, you, you guys fucked it, man. <laughs> you got Sydney, wrote her basically out of the story. You killed off Dewey. Yeah. Like, it should have been Stu, man. Maybe Gail will be in this one, but that's going to be like it out of the original characters and she probably won't even have a big role. I think they're trying to move on to like a new group. It just kind of bums me out. I'm Isn't like, six gonna be it though? That's what I. That's what I had heard. I. I hope it's gonna be kept to a six parter. 
It's not um, even going to be good if they're both not in it, though. Like, there's, if there's no Sydney, it's not... If there's yeah. no Sydney at all, it's not really a screen. No. I agree. Uh, I'll hit you with mine, then. Keep in the direction of horror. We're going to go with the Saw franchise. That's like, whenever they came out, I feel like, there was a point in like the late 2000s where they were like really big, I feel like, where a lot of people talked about them. And I think, yeah, like they were constantly firing them out like every year. The gore and grotesque too was getting people to talk, even if they didn't all like those kind of movies. There were just people, like you had classes of people, they're like, oh man, you see Saw 1 or 2 or yeah. 3. I heard people talking about 3 even then and like... Um, like what I'll say about it is whenever I've watched them throughout the years like at first you know you watch them when you're younger maybe you don't understand everything but like the shock of the especially the twists in the first and the second one and then whenever you realize of course like the husband and wife are together in the third one and then they see each other at the end like there's always a twist and also while there's all these games you get the gore you also have this like detective this fucking yeah, storyline. It's like a cop, cop movie. Yeah, way. and, well, it's like you have this... Uh, but, well, I mean, other than alternate to that, I mean, like, John's personal life story on oh, the yeah, other like, end of this, too. It's like the drama. And know? I think that that's, like, a really good aspect of it, too. It's like, they're much more layered films than I feel like a lot of people realize. And people just think of them as gore fest, so, like... Yeah, and they're brutal. I mean, there's there's shit getting ripped apart. I mean, if you're in for the blood, you're gonna see it in Saw. That's for sure. Oh yeah, it's Uh, definitely got a lot of gore, but there is a pretty, pretty like layered story throughout the, at least the first six. Yeah, yeah. Um, it no, it is. And like the the more I realized that, and like I rewatched some of the movies over the years, I was like, it just, it got a boost up in my. In my head, I was like, man, they're actually pretty damn good. There's just, I mean, a lot of the times you want to start those early, too, is because, like, there's a lot more stuff that's more Halloween yeah. feeling-ish, you know, based. Uh, but the saws are really good. I mean, I, and, like, I, did, I like Jigsaw. I didn't love Jigsaw. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like uh, none of the newer ones have been as good as the first six. Seven. Probably won't be. Probably, yeah, 7 was rough. I mean, 6 was a lot better than than 7. And then Spiral, I've only seen it once. It was funny, but, like, and there was, I mean, it was Samuel Jackson and and Chris Rock were in it, and it's like, you know. So is Spiral, the book of Saw, supposed to be the ninth one, and then they're going to just make Saw 10? Because they're like, we're going to make Saw X. I keep seeing things for that. that. So now you're going to act like that's the 10th one, or what? Yeah, Spiral acted like he was going to take it into another direction. And they were going to start calling him Spiral. It was like what Chris Rock's like almost vision for it, right? Didn't he like That's what I thought. or something? That's what I thought. Um, Might have just been his one-off take. Maybe. I wonder, like, I'm sure they probably got... I almost want to say that LeBron fucking put money into it or something or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know about that if he did. But, uh... I thought I remembered him saying something about that. Oh, yeah, fucking. We only watched that last year, and I haven't seen it since, but. Yeah. I'll probably watch it again. 
Give it the old shot. I I mean, I'll say, I think they definitely have a fandom. The Saws, like, they're pretty well-known. Uh, even outside of the horror community, like, you don't really have to be a horror fan to know the Saw movies or to know, like, the puppet Jigsaw. Like, it's, they got pretty recognizable things from the movies, but they do get taken by, at face value by a lot of people. It's kind of like we were talking with wrestling earlier, how it's like anybody outside of it that's not really a fan is just like, oh, that's they're a bunch of guys on steroids. With, like, the Saw movies, anybody that's not really a fan on the outside is like, oh, that's just a gore fest. People get yeah. chopped up. Yeah. But there's a lot more to it. Really than that, there but is. I'll say it's like a a fair on Saw, because I mean the the critiques it gets and the kind of like the people that kind of are critical on it, like they do have a point. It is what it is. It's not like they're not trying to be that though, but like it also has quite the fandom that like has kept it relevant, you know, mm. for a long time since it. Really, like, it could have been swept under the rug and kind of buried by now. But it's enough people got behind that movie. And they made so many of them, too. So, obviously, they were a box office success. Otherwise, yeah. it wouldn't have kept making them. I mean, Jigsaw came out in, like, 2017, 2018. So, that was only, like, six, seven years had passed between seven and that. So, I mean, they kept it relevant that long. And then they made Spiral. And now they're talking about a Scream 10. Or not Scream, uh, Saw 10. So it's like, okay, well, it's still around. And, you know, the first one came out in 04. So, I mean, that's almost 20 years of a legacy, like, getting close. Yeah. I guess we'll see. I would either say, um, I would I would go as far as even saying fair or underrated myself. Um, because I do think they're a lot more layered than people, people think. Yeah. It's not perfect. And here's the thing, just like any horror franchise... It's got its lesser installments, but I think it's a pretty solid story. Like, whenever you get the nit and grit of it all, and, like, the drama aspect, and, like, what actually happened to John, like, made him, you know, start doing all this, like, work and shit, and, um, you know, putting people in the games and stuff. And even though, like, there were heels in it, like Hoffman, that bastard, that fat bastard, and, uh... You know, the Amanda, hair. yeah, and and shit like that. It was just, it was kind of interesting because they were layered characters, though. Too, every, yeah, everybody had, everybody sort of had a role. Oh, he was testing Amanda, and Amanda, you know, what I'm saying like it was a whole like layer that gets peeled back, and you see a lot of shit reveal itself at the end whenever they do the twist on you. Yeah. Now, I feel like that was kind of an art, and it lost along the way because I feel like the first few editions did it a lot better. One, the fact that Kramer was in the room the, the whole time with him, and he had that blood, like, that, that relaxer and shit in his body, mm -hmm. and he looked dead, and then he just got up and, like, ripped his shit off, and it was, like, game over. Like, that was such a badass ending. Yeah, that was oh a... Oh, my God. That was a big twist, too. Like, that was the best that part of the, the movie. first time, and the very first one, and not knowing that that movie's had twists, you'd be like, what That was the fuck? best, and it had the twist, and it's got the fucking... You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of a bonus, really. Like, I like the one, the game aspect, and, and some of the detective work and, and whatnot that they did in the first one, I thought the best part of it was, like, whenever... All that shit happened was set up. They're trying to put the pieces together. And then, like, even despite all that, like, he fucking gets up and, like, he's got the game well in control of his own hands. 
and you're like, what the fuck? That dude's not actually even dead. And he, like, does that yeah. shit. Like, the first time I saw that, I was like, what? Um, but, and, like, too, the fact that John was just trying to get uh, Donnie to sit down with him and shit. And, mm. and he's like, and your son will be set free. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> he was a hothead. I, uh, I got, saw three next, and then, obviously, four was really good, too. Yeah, I've only watched but, the first uh, three. It's, a, I don't know, I do like the series a lot. Been a while, honestly, since I watched one of those on, on my list-wise. Yeah. This year. I watched the first four three. Four is really good. Quick. Three and four. Yeah, I ranked six, like, really high on my list of, like, when I was ranking those. I think six was like either two or three for me. Yeah. Yeah, it was three. I think it's three for me. Which is, you know, that's pretty late in the story. That's a few movies after John's already croaked. Yeah. But he's well, you, like still relevant. You keep in the seeing story. like all the shit that he set in motion or like apparently did. Um, but yeah. But yeah, I'd probably say fair for it. It was a good one. Yeah. That it Guess was. It's still kind of going. Um, what do you got next? This one's kind of a random one. I don't know if you ever got these when you were trick or treating or anything. We popcorn balls. Do you remember popcorn balls? Yeah, we talked about them, or I maybe mentioned them whenever Kyle was on. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, those things, man. I remember I, they were kind of like disappointing in a way. Like I liked them, but it I was also cool. was like, oh man, not can't. It was kind of cool. They they were almost cooler than they were like good because you yeah. wanted to eat it. Yeah, they weren't like g- great tasting. It no, was, and it was unconventional. Like it was very inconvenient to try to eat. Yeah, because like the popcorn crumbled all over the fucking place as soon as you bit <laughs> into the ball. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I thought, uh, yeah, it was weird. It it was almost just more exciting because you like you always wanted at least one popcorn ball. You usually yeah. only got one. I used to get them from the Ingrams gas station. We'd go in there with our costumes on, trick-or-treating, and they'd give us oh. popcorn balls, the cloak behind the counter. Do you remember those Wonder Balls at the uh, the chocolate, like the chocolate ball with the candy in it? Nerds and... What's it, a Wonder ball? ball with the candy in it. I don't know if I do or not. Oh, man. Some people out there are going to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I might show you it, but uh, a few, I mean, several years ago, like, I ended up seeing one. Like, they would just put a random candy in there. Sometimes it'd be, like, one, you know, in, like, known candies. But and, it was uh, always, like... But it was like in a chocolate like ball. Like, a fruity candy inside. Like a, yeah, like a yeah, like, they put nerds and shit like that in there. The Wonder Ball is a brand of chocolate manufactured in the United States by Nestle and later by the oh, Frankfurt Candy Nestle. and Chocolate oh. Company. They're a piece of shit, company. Why is that? They do a bunch of fucked up stuff. Which weighs three grams? It is a shell that is pure milk chocolate and a hollow interior containing candies. It is wrapped in foil, placed in a small box, and packaged with a collectible sticker. Man, these things were cool, though, because, like, the thought of, like... Let me like, see the packaging on them. Okay. The thought of, uh... I've probably seen those. I mean, I remember, like, dude, candy being packaged in boxes like that and shit. How that became, like, a big thing. It still is, like, the hollowed-out chocolate. Yeah, I saw them not too long ago. 
Yeah. There's the new ones, whatever. What are they called? Like the Kinder eggs? They do that kind of thing now. Where it's like a oh, hollow yeah. chocolate egg with a prize inside. I see those new candies and I'm like, what the fuck are these, man? Like, I've never seen some of these. Yeah, I don't know about so Some of it's like... The thing with the, like, oh, mystery prize inside. They fucking skeet parents out of so much money with that shit because kids are just like, oh, I want one. It's always some cheap, flimsy, stupid bullshit <laughs> as the prize, that the mystery prize inside, oh, yeah. whatever it is. Whether it's a box of cereal inside a piece of chocolate in a fucking deck of cards, whatever it is that you're going to pull out there, it's not going to be something extravagant. Dude, out of those fucking Cracker Jacks, you get like one of those little pamphlet things with fucking Jack Cracker on it and shit. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, what white is this? White guy with white hair. I don't know. But he, uh, he would, like, open it. He, he was would, a like, cracker. the thing and open it up. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that would be the prize, but it's just, like, this little booklet. It's yeah, like, it's a man. little booklet of nothing. It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a booklet not... with a picture on it. It's, like, yearbook photo. <laughs> it's, it's like, is this what the toys used to be in the 50s? This fucking sucks. <laughs> Oh, what do you man. do with this? You can't play with this fucking thing. I never understood it. And I'm like, I think Cracker Jack's like, once again, like that might have been for the prize too. Like, I thought the allure. I mean, the the allure of the Wonder Ball was most certainly. You got to see which candy you get inside. Yeah. It was a mystery, and that's the thing. The anticipation. Yeah, that's, what, that's what gets people to buy that kind of shit. The anticipation, man. You never fucking know, even though eventually you realize, you know. Most of the time, it's nerds or something that's got to be able to fit inside that thing. <laughs> How many, you know, you can't put gobstoppers in there. You put, like, three of them in there. It wasn't a very big ball. Yeah. Um, yeah, it couldn't but be anything. it wouldn't either. really be stuff like that. Like, if anybody knows out there, can fill me in. But, yeah, I, I mean, I should have looked at it. But and I some know of the nerds, there were some gross in there. Like, I feel like sweet tarts, all the dust would get on the inside of the chocolate. They did. No, I mean, I'm pretty sure... Maybe there were minis or, like, maybe you mini M&Ms or something were in there. I don't even fucking remember. The mini chewy sweet tarts would have been fire. Those are always really oh, good. Oh, those are so good. <laughs> fucking Wonder Balls. Popcorn balls. Any kind of those ball can They're always, like, almost too big. They're inconvenient. Anytime they try to make candy out of, like, a ball form. Or licorice is licorice candy, in your opinion? Yeah. Yeah. I would probably I would count it. See, I, I mean, don't what, think, what other category is it gonna fall on? I think there's they're kind of sweets, but that it's it's not candy the way nerds are candy, in my opinion. It's not candy the way a Twix candy, candy bar is candy. You know what I mean? It's not candy. Like, it, to me, it doesn't seem like the same thing. It's like licorice. And I guess people could say li like Twizzlers or candy or whatever. But licorice, I didn't think was considered a candy. And like, that's I mean, I that's some bullshit. Twizzlers are licorice, and licorice is candy. That's my hot take. Mm. I mean, but some people act like it's a totally different thing. Like, they're like Twizzlers. And they do make the Twizzlers for those little small packages. Right. I don't actually know. I, here's the thing. You go to the store just to be frank, like, it, before somebody acts like, Oh, are you fucking... No, like, you go down the candy aisle, 
they will be, for the most part, a lot of the times, at the end of the candy aisle or involved <coughs> in all that shit the same way. But to me, it's definitely not interchangeable with the candies that are just all sugar. Like, I mean, I guess fucking... I mean, it's probably me to have a lot of sugar. Yeah. But to me, the texture, like, man, it's not the same comparability as I mean, it's chocolate candy a little different. and sweet candy. It's like its own thing, but I still would classify it as a Yeah, candy. no, like, and that's my point. I mean, like, you can, I guess. It's just, because I'm like, I just haven't always seen it the same way. Like I just, you could find it in a candy shop. That only I, I wonder if we look it up, like, what it would actually say. Should we look up Twizzlers or... Let's look up Licorice. How about that? Because yeah. these pretentious fox are going to act like, oh... <laughs> oh, yeah! Oh, yeah. Like, it can't licorice. be wrong! Ah! <laughs> it's like our licorice. podcast! Shut the fuck <laughs> up! <laughs> licorice and <laughs> Twizzlers are the same thing. No, they're, no, because Licorice... All licorice is not Twizzlers, but Twizzlers should all be licorice. They're just a brand. They're just a brand yeah. of licorice. The same way It's an all-brand of Hershey's. The same Hershey's way, licorice. The same way when people say, even though it's not a food, I do realize this before you... Oh, you can't compare them! Yeah, I can. And I will. <laughs> but the same way people say Kleenex. or no, Yeah, they're like Kleenex, talking about a tissue. It's like, they're not all Kleenexes. They're all tissues. Kleenex is a type of tissue. Yeah, it's a brand. <laughs> Yeah, puffs, shit like that. So it's like, but licorice is the is the fucking the whole deal, man. Licorice. I don't want liquor. I just want the this though. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. See, I mean, you know, it looks a little different. Like it is a type of of licorice, but I I do think they've you know candified it. More than what the original <clears throat> licorice, you know what I'm saying, fucking was supposed to be. Like, they, they made oh, it yeah. much more... They probably added a fuck ton of sugar to it anyway. Yeah, all the candy back in the day was probably with some real bullshit. Uh, my point was... Butterscotches and black licorice. I didn't always see it through the same lens, but I do realize a lot of the times they'll put candy with, like... You know, they'll put them with these little licorice, or these little Twizzler things. Yeah. You know, the packages, too. And, like, I guess they fit in. I'm just like, man... It's, it's just different. But it is what it is, you know? It's, it's, it's some I mean, sweet shit. Candy's a pretty wide variety of shit. Where, how do we even get on, like, like what would you... Oh, popcorn ball. <laughs> now it makes you think we're talking about licorice. It's like, yeah, there's chocolate candy, there's fruity candy, there's sour candy, gummy candy. Licorice is just its own. It's like um, a rope candy. Yeah. <laughs> Man, there's nerds ropes... Yeah. Fire. Yeah, I haven't had one of those in years. Yeah. They're they're good. They're pretty good. What were you drinking whenever you realized you can bite both ends off of the Twizzlers or and uh, use it as a straw? Drink it. Uh, probably Kool-Aid. I'd imagine I drank a lot of Kool-Aid as a kid. I was definitely drinking lemonade. You remember? Probably so, yeah, probably some fucking country time lemonade. Like... Not that he's even... I don't even know if it was a discovery or not. You just mess with your food and take bites and do little... You know, we were talking about <laughs> whatever uh, podcast it was with... Um, was it with Kyle? Fucking, like, whatever... Like, just making different weird shit and doing different things with your food. <laughs> like, at the lunch table. So, like, you know, as a kid, you would just do that. 
But like you buy Bulbenzo, oh, and eventually yeah. you just realize like you're like, oh man, this little fucking thing, it's got a hole in it. Yeah, I think uh, we were talking to Dom with that, because that was... Yeah, yeah, everybody, we were talking about how everybody would make just some yeah. nasty shit. <laughs> you gonna eat that? <laughs> there was, a, I mean, there was a guy at the ballpark not too long ago, did you see that? I think it was at a Cubs game, this dude poked a straw through his hot dog, and stuck his hot dog in his beer, and was drinking his beer through his hot dog. He poked a hole through his hot dog? Yeah, he poked a straw through his hot dog and then put his hot dog in his beer oh and was drinking God. his beer through a hot dog. And this fucking... Somebody took a video and shit went viral. Oh, no. It's like, what kind of weird son of a bitch do you gotta be to think of something like this? And you'd be like, this is how I like my ballpark hot dog. I'm gonna ruin my $14 beer. Um... You know, I don't love popcorn balls, so I can't really give them an underrated. Yeah, but I don't know a lot of whole. I don't know a whole lot of people that do either. So it's I, not like a I hate really to give it another fair, thing. but I I would have to almost say it's fair because I think they should be around. And you know what? I might even get one because it's been years since I've had. It's been kind of, it's kind of like with this season. If too, I it, it is, like. and if I can find one somewhere. It's, when, it's another one of those things that nobody buys for themselves, but you get them sometimes yeah. at, at Halloween. Some somebody that's 65, like at their house, is giving away sh- and you're like, where did you even get them? <laughs> like those Tutti Fruities, man, that are still in the Halloween bowl. Yeah. Nobody knows where you bought them. Like, you just had Same them. with those little it's strawberry f- candies. Remember those things? The little wrapped, and they, like, had the strawberry packaging. Yeah! yeah. Those things, too. No, the green and the, yeah. Yeah, I remember those. Nobody even knew. Like, <laughs> nobody... This is my, the first time in my life that I've ever seen those in stores. Crazy. Um, going in line with the... Uh, what you were just saying, though, the ballpark thing. Mine, actually, leading right into it. Ballpark loaded nachos. Where they do it all up, either with the meat and the, the sour cream. Some of them do it differently. You throw the jalapenos on there. You throw all that shit. Dude, I've had some amazing ballpark nachos like bush stadium you oh, get yeah. all that shit oh my god it is fantastic like even the blues oh, game uh i eat the shit out of them i go granted and we, know, zombie concert. and we know they're expensive that's the thing you get what you're gonna get you play you pay fucking 20 dollars for a 25 ounce beer like at the rob yeah. zombie concert or 15 bucks or whatever any yeah, any concert or sports event or anything like that, it's gonna be outrageous. Yeah, but once again, like supply and demand. Where else are you gonna get it? You can't yeah. bring in food. They know they got you, so you either eat beforehand, pregame, drink whatever you want, or you buy the shit there. And yeah. that's the facts. I love the nachos, though. I mean, they are I really do. overpriced for sure, but it's like it all is it it adds to the experience sometimes to be sitting there watching the game. I used to be all about a beer out of the plastic cup and eating <laughs> the nachos out of the paper little bowl. I used to be all about the ball, and and I still really like it, the ballpark hot dog. But I almost feel like maybe it's nostalgia, but it almost sometimes t- like seems like they used to taste better. You know what I mean? Or it tastes a little differently. It like whenever they give the you, ballpark whenever sure. they give you the old, you know, that little thing, like, and they'd have it all served for you with the chips or the yeah. fries or whatever, and they'd have it in the little tray with like the, the white tray with like the red and shit around yeah, it. The checkered. The checkered. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Always, man, tastes really good. But the ballpark dogs, like at Bush Stadium, 
ridiculously good. Same as the nachos. I think that it honestly is a mental thing. Like, it just tastes better to Plus you you're probably you're in the ballpark eating it. Because you know it's expensive. So whenever you finally yeah. get it, you're like, damn, I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> the nachos are also sloppy as hell. Like, it's hard not to make yeah. a mess on some shit oh, when yeah. you're eating them. By the time you knock off enough beans, it's, you're like, oh my god, this is going to be a messy little bitch. And you're like, it's all fucking soggy. I can't even like lift. It I like up. I like to find a chip that's the support chip, and you oh, can just yeah. you can that's just wrench it all in there. You gotta find just like when you're eating Mexican food and scraping all the the vegetables and shit on there. You gotta find a good support chip, or you break it off scrape, in the stuff. Just scrape it all on there. Have it help you know like or your little helper chip, and uh, you scoop it all on there, and then you fucking eat it. You have to figure out. You can a also way. get rescue chips. You can send one in. To try to be the support, and if that one snaps, then you oh, just yeah. get another one underneath it and take all. And you of it. get all the hunk <laughs> from that. No, the thing is, like, you got to do it a certain way. That's the thing, folks. For the people that are like, "What the fuck are those two talking about?" Talking about chips, man. <laughs> the thing is, is like, you know, you can't allow yourself to get way too messy. Like, you're around a bunch of people. You don't. You. That's why you take four hundred napkins in your pocket. Whether you're in the movies, whether you're going to the game, whatever you're doing, like you take all the napkins, stuff them in your pocket. Like you try to make the littlest mess as possible because you don't want to get up another four or five times, go to the bathroom, wash your hands, and oh, do all yeah. the other shit that you got to do. Especially in the ballpark, Besides it's a FX, real pain in the ass. The clothes you got on are the only clothes you get on, so you're trying to And you usually, if you're at a game, you got like a jersey on you. Like, I'm yeah. not trying to fuck this thing well, up. How many people leave with nacho stains every time they <laughs> yeah. fucking leave? Like nacho cheese stains and shit. It's memories, though, in a way. You're like, ah, oh, I did this. That'd be annoying. I'd be like, it ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> it would be, it is a bummer anytime. Yeah. Like, I've got shit on, like, Cardinals jerseys or, like, just any other, like, football jersey or something. Just be like, damn it. <laughs> but it usually does wash out, so it's but it like in the moment it is kind of like oh, I fucked this thing up. I paid a lot of money for this thing. Oh yeah, jerseys <laughs> are no bullshit, man. They're they're expensive. Like I don't really get like I'll get the t-shirt, the t-shirt jersey. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like twenty yeah. bucks or twenty five bucks. And like I'm not saying don't get a jersey, especially if like they are for sure one of your favorite players or your favorite player or whatever. Or if it's even a jersey, but it's not towards a player. It's just you know a team jersey or something. Yeah. But, I don't know, man. I'm just like, man, I'm a fan, but They're real I don't expensive. know if I'm going to drop, yeah, 110 on this shit. Especially, like, the stitched ones, like the yeah. Mitchell and Ness and the MLB. and I forget who does the NFL ones now. It might even just be Nike. But it's like, those things are outrageous. Like, the the game time freaking, like, stitched jerseys. It's mm-hmm. like, they go for a couple hundred dollars, some of those things. Yeah, it's... it's like, pretty wild it's like i'm not gonna pay this for a fucking shirt you know something that i'm gonna wear every now and then for especially it's like oh game time sunday i guess you can throw it on every sunday but it's like <laughs> if people do and the same people oh god is bitching at their tv screen <laughs> yeah. dude it's funny because like even if you laugh and you get it it's like you, you still find yourself doing the same damn thing like i'm like watching my fantasy points go up and down i'm just like god damn it you should i do it sometimes <laughs> watching teams that i like like yeah it's like what the fuck are you doing damn it you opened up the the old bag again like i can imagine if i was a seahawks fan watching them the patriots whenever they had that 
goal line interception, I would have been screaming at my TV. There's just certain plays in sports that just make you live it as a fan. Or you're just like, how the fuck is this happening to my team? That's another one. You're like, we looked so good fucking 15 minutes ago. What is going on? And then you're like, God damn it, I'm here. I'm like, I, of course, <laughs> the game that I see in person, we're starting to shit. Or, well, I guess, or sometimes you're watching it. Dude, sometimes I don't even, like, look at the shit. And I'm, like, not watching it. I'm, like, doing okay. Turn it off. I mean, That's it's how it it's literally me. just the luck of the... Or the unfor it's, you know, a coincidence, whatever, it might not be a coincidence, but it's like, it, you know, you're going to think that way too, if like it happens even a little bit, you're like, oh my god, you're like, I should you watch it, but you want to watch it, you need to watch it, you got to keep up with how the fuck your team's doing, you know? I used to do that shit as a kid though, like, you got to know what's going me on. Me and my dad would sit in the same seats and shit in our living room. People do like, that. Oh, we got to be here. Sports and sometimes if it was like I was really or my team was really fucking up or something I would even switch the channel for a while be like I'm not gonna watch them for a little bit see if they do any better I'll watch this other game for a little while it's like you whatever you're doing is depending how the team does oh yeah it's weird though because you talk yourself into certain like sports superstition I probably I don't really have any Major superstition. Sometimes I'll like I'll say knock on wood, and sometimes that actually has been known to occur one way or another. But I uh, I probably have some sports superstition for sure, like to some degree. But it's not even the normal oh my team kind of thing, and like the whatever. It's like I don't know. Like for the longest time. I would call the Super Bowl right, and then for years I got it wrong as fuck. And now I'm on, I feel like, another streak of, like, calling it right for, like, three years. Yeah, it's... But there's, it's hard not to get in your head about, like, it's that. It's like putting that energy out there, it almost, like, you... You feel like, depending upon the energy you have towards it, you kind of influence the outcome of the game and shit. Yeah, it's, like it's crazy. It's the universe. That has nothing to do with you, but it's, like... <laughs> You you start feeling that way whenever you're like com, you know committed or passionate about like a team or a situation. Some have like game time rituals. They gotta do oh, the yeah. same shit oh, every yeah. game. Like, oh yeah, they do. And those people, you know, they fucking can't hold down a relationship. They you know, just <laughs> their lives are falling the fuck apart. <laughs> That's only certain fans. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose the house. <laughs> Not paying their mortgage because they're too concerned about the team. (laughs) Fuck, dude. I bet the house on this game. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, why the fuck would you do that? (laughs) That's a terrible idea. Give yourself no place to live. (laughs) That's what you have to be really into it, man. You got to really get into the... I can get into the game. Without fucking betting my livelihood on the game. <laughs> it's fun to throw a little something on, you know, on just gambling and sports betting and shit. But same as just blowing everything you got in the casino, man. It's like this is far from a sure thing. Oh yeah, that's and you're a gonna bad just. 
it's a bad idea to be to go in there and drop a lot of like if you can't afford to lose it consistently. It's like, man, you want to talk about other people? You want to frown on other people's addictions? Like that's the fucking addiction, there, dude. You're losing money if you all the fucking time. Like you might win occasionally, so that's cool. But if you can afford to lose it, that's one thing. Who gives a fuck? And like some people just like the action, but like if you're you know, if you're Put putting everything on the line, if you're putting everything on the line, that's kind of wild. Like, you're a little, like, that's that's not a good place to probably be in. Yeah, if you don't really have anything. It's like, I know gambling level. addiction is real, but at the same time, it's like, okay, but the literal premise of, if you run out of money, you have no money, is yeah. a thing. So it's like, you're fucked if you lose too much. Oh yeah, so that's it's why like it's such a bad you, thing. I know that's what I'm saying. It's like at a certain, how can you even conceivably still keep trying to bet things? Because people are firing, they think they're gonna get it back. People are firing air barrels of fucking of nothing because if they lose it all, and they're like, no, I'm gonna put up, and it's like, dude, they're gonna beat the shit out of you if you they oh, know yeah. you have nothing. It's like, <laughs> it's like, like you know when you get up and walk away from this table, you gotta pay them the amount you owe them. Yeah. Oh, I can. Oh, I'll pay you on Tuesday. <laughs> they try to skip town and shit. It's like nowadays the, the casino won't even let you go. No, they're oh gonna no. call the cops. And they're gonna have security buy you as you hit the ATM. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it wouldn't be a good place. It's like uh-huh. that's what's so horrible about it. Is, yeah, you got people in there that are like fucking up their whole family. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, no. There goes the kids' college. It's like, <laughs> why are you in here? <laughs> they just put it all on the line. <laughs> Shit. Well, damn, I think it's getting ready to be uh, about, about that time, you think? Yep. Um, man, word to Kenny Powers, though, folks. It's been episode 55. 55. Um, I mean, as we go, uh, you know, grow closer to... The real knit and grit of horror season, I'm sure, like, we'll be talking, you know, hell, like, we talked definitely some horror this episode, but, I mean, it'll be time to be getting deep into all that, too, as we move through the list more. Um, but, yeah, I mean, fuck, we got 56 coming up here shortly, and uh, we hope everybody's doing well, sticking with us. We are producing as we can produce. Yeah, been pumping them out. So, we hope you guys are listening. Good pattern lately. Oh, yeah. Hope everybody's listening and enjoying them. And keep on listening. We'll keep we'll keep busting them out for you. But uh, we have a lot more to discuss in the meantime. I'm sure things will get, you know, we'll get into the deepness of the of the horror season and all the fall time yeah. festivities and shit. The playoffs. I'm excited. Oh, it's yeah. Best hopefully, time of the year. Hopefully Pujols, hope, uh, you know, hits that 700. I probably should stop saying that because I've already said it a few times. <laughs> thing. But, man, I'm hoping. Like, he's oh, got a little great. time left. Let's uh, let's watch history happen. That's what I say. I would love that. He'd be yeah. one in what four people one, now. He would be the fourth. That's it. Like, did to reach seven hundred more. And really, Ruth had seven fourteen. So I mean, he's not gonna get there. No. But uh, unless he played another season, which I don't think he's going to. But anyway, nevertheless, we will be seeing you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening. And Until next uh, time. You're fucking out. <laughs>